Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Hi, it's Alex. I'm here with Jonathan. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey, what's going on, Alex? So Jonathan is a member of the Daily Business Hustle Mastermind, and I got him here on an interview because Jonathan has had a few interesting months in the in the last few months some interesting stuff happened in his business tell us what happened Jonathan uh the last few months have been great um so I've been consistently uh making revenues for my business over 10k uh for you know current for recurring clients and also new sales as well uh but for the past uh, couple months it's been it's been pretty consistent so um I would say that's something I'm pretty proud of Mm-hmm. And it happened in a very short period of time. I didn't really think that I would see, uh, I would see grow that fast. Um, yeah, that that was my expectation at all, but it happened. So, <laughs> okay. And what is the profit margin? Because you say 10k, so a lot of people will say, yeah, uh, but hold on. Yeah, what, yeah. Um, I make uh, the profit margin uh, is about. So I make around. Let's see. Uh, profit margin is about like I make about 6,500 out of 10k. Okay. Okay. So that's good. That's a good profit margin for a service business. And what does your business do? Uh, I sell, I'm a marketer. I sell Google ads to businesses. Awesome. So when did you start your business? Um, I started my business. It was, I I completely like put hundred percent of my time into it in July uh, of this year. Okay. July this year. Interesting. And what do you mean by completely put your time into it before you weren't really uh, working on it that much yeah. or what is no, that? I wasn't working on it that much. I was being kind of lazy. Uh, I was, uh, to be honest, also I, I kind of felt a little bit uh, overwhelmed because I didn't think I could do it. And, I, and there's a lot of stuff that I had to learn and, and um, you know, I just didn't have the, 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 the push or the motivation to do so, especially because I wasn't in a time or money crunch. Uh, I had a, um, I, I had my real estate license right before I joined DBH and it was making like decent money. I could sustain myself for a while. Um, so I, I just didn't really think I would reach that potential in a f- very short period of time. So my motivation was, was kind of low. Um, but you know, since I started really, it took me about two months until somebody, you know, kicked my butt off the bed and told me I had to go to work. So I did. And uh, within, a, I think, like the first three weeks, I got my first sale. Okay. You mean literally someone off the, like off the bed, literally or figuratively? No, literally. <laughs> I would say figuratively. Nobody actually walked into my room and kicked me off my bed now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what did that person tell you? Uh, is it okay if I share their name? There was someone from DBH. Uh, first name? Sure. Why not? Okay, so their first name is Timmy. Uh, so um, Timmy is someone that uh, will really motivate the crap out of you and uh, give you a strong vision for what you want to do. And it's not like he shares his vision for you. He actually gets you to speak out your own vision and speak out your own motivation out of your own little heart. It just uh, He kind of, kind of asks you questions that are deep enough to, to get you to talk about what you want to achieve in life and where you want to go. And he did that with me, and he, after a while, he was like, "Dude, you have to, you have to start working. You're, you're, you have to do." And he put it in practical terms too, like one, two, three, do it in thirty days. And if you don't get results in thirty days, that means you're not doing it. And if you're not doing it, 
we'll make sure that everybody else humiliates you because you're not doing <laughs> it. So, uh, he did that. And after a week or so, I got my first sale. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, Timmy's a little bit hardcore in his calls, but, uh, when, when, you know, sometimes people need it and it helps them. So it's fine in my opinion, at least. Yeah. And, um, what was your life like? Because you said you were quite comfortable at, uh, beforehand, but what was your life like before you started running your business full-time or when you t were taking it very seriously at least? Uh, my life in, in real estate was pretty busy. Uh, with real estate, you're, I was never really home. I was always in the car. Um, I had to buy like the little headset thing and I hated myself for doing that. I hate, I used to hate people that had to buy the headset thing, but I, I did it because, you know, a real estate agent and, um, I was going from one apartment to the other showing apartments, uh, showing houses. And, uh, it was, I, again, as I said, the money was okay. Uh, but I just, uh, I, I thought like my entire time was wasted with first of all, some unqualified people that just didn't really appreciate my time. Uh, at all they would just send me wherever they want to because they don't really need to pay me until we close right so they they just kind of they didn't really care about my time and and uh would send me over here over there uh and sometimes i mean i would say even 80 percent of the times would you know nothing would happen and i would not get paid i had like a 15 to 20 percent conversion rate on my appointments which was crazy because i was out of the house all the time mm. um so that was it. But again, but at the end of the day, yeah, if I put in the work, I would make like four, four K in profit, five K. I wasn't like a very successful real estate agent because I had just started. Uh, I got my real estate uh, agency, uh, my, uh, my realtor license in um, straight out of high school, which um, I'm 20, by the way. So mm -hmm. that was like, I spent maybe like eight months doing it. So I wasn't really like a fully established real estate agents closing houses here and there. Uh, I just got in, I just gotten started with that too, but that's what that's my life. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, at some point, uh, I guess you joined Dillard's Hustle, and then um, Timmy said you're too comfortable. You know, get get your ass in gear or whatever he said. And um, what what are some skills that you started learning then? Um, I started learning how to really listen to instruction and implement. Uh, I started learning more about my, a little bit more about my service because I was very ignorant uh, about my service. And I started learning a little bit about sales. And that was the most important thing to just sales, how to really be able to communicate uh, with a prospect and to be able to uh, control the call and to be able to be in control of the whole entire conversation and to be able to get them to agree with you consistently uh, until you close. So these are the things that I had to really put time into and also learn my funnel, uh, my funnel where I get my prospects. I started learning uh, about that too. And how mm -hmm. can I really master that funnel in order for it to be generating consistent clients or consistent prospects. And um, I started learning how to organize that in order to predict my success based on true data. So, uh, you know, we would narrow it all the way down to how many proposals, for example, I need to send in order to get a sale and what's the conversion rate on that. And how much is it costing me per sale in terms of my time, in terms of how, money, how much money I'm putting into my funnel and, uh, you know, that, that kind of thing. And also the people that I have um, my, on my team too, like how much does it net profit? How much is it at the end? And how can we double that and triple that? In the beginning, 
I had no direction. I, I you know, I, I was just trying out different things just because I was very inexperienced in what I'm doing. But right now, at this point, since I'm making over 10K a month, I have direction, though. That's the difference. I know how can I, I know exactly what to do in order to scale that to 20 to 30. It's just a matter of doing it and, and putting in the time. Okay. So what are some things you will be able to do now to scale it to 20 and 30? <laughs> Great question. Great question. Um, so a lot of systems need to be put in place and a lot of things that need to be automated 100% in order to scale your business to 20. Uh, with, with 10K per month, I'm talking about maybe like uh, seven clients uh, to get 10K per month, which is a lot of work. That's, um, you know, it's a lot of communication too because, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's communication between you and the, your team and the client and so on. So in order to scale that to 14 clients and make 10, 20K, um, the project management, for example, needs to be fully automated. I need to have someone to, to be able to communicate between the, the client and my team and to be able to make sure that everything is in place so I can just focus on the business from the outside. Um, so I don't lose the quality of the service, you know, being in the business. Um, also I need to make sure that my team is, is fully on board. I need to make sure that I have a team, team members that I can trust, uh, fully hundred percent so I can give them tasks that are bigger. So I can give them tasks that I don't have to really keep babysitting them as they're doing it. A team that's really, you know, hundred percent willing, hundred percent able to work fully for me and my clients and to be able to give them the time and so yeah. on. Um, and yeah, I need to also scale my service price. So uh, that's, uh, that's something that I need to learn. So one thing that you need to be working on is your sales skills, how they can close clients for, um, you know, double your, your, the prices that usually close in order for you to, uh, it doesn't necessarily be 14 clients. I want to correct that. It's not just that you double the amount of clients to get the same amount of revenue. You can just get much, much, be able to close much better quality clients in order for them to pay you much more money so you can reach mm -hmm. your goals. Okay. And how were you able to leverage your existing knowledge? So you were already a realtor. Yeah. And um, now, now you're running what I would consider more of a real business than when you were a realtor, in my opinion, mostly because you're not doing most of the work yourself anymore. You're not running around as much anymore. Yeah. Um, so, how, but how did you leverage all those months in, um, building a realty, um, let's call it freelance career or business, whatever yeah. you want to call it. So how did you leverage that in your new business? I was, uh, I was comfortable doing sales calls. Um, even though when I completely ruined, uh, the communication, I was still comfortable. I wasn't, I'd say I wasn't nervous talking to people that had, the money, you know, I, I, I was, I knew exactly what the scope of the relationship. It's an exchange of value. They want something from me. And it's just a matter of telling them I have as much value as the money in your pocket. So let's mm -hmm. exchange that and let's have a relationship. So I, I fully understood the scope of a client to, you know, business owner relationship. I understood that. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the members in, on, on DBH are, uh, they have absolutely no background in sales. I did before even doing real estate. I was doing face-to-face -face jewelry sales. I was selling $5,000, $8,000 engagement rings uh, when I was like 16, 17. 
So I, I was comfortable talking to people with money and I was comfortable closing deals with a lot of money and I was comfortable talking to uh, business owners and, and that I was, I wouldn't say comfortable is not the same thing as good, <laughs> but I was comfortable to try new things. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't scared to like say no, or I wasn't scared to, you know, uh, to immediately give discounts when it's demanded or that kind of thing. I was comfortable in saying and in, in, in keeping my frame, making sure that I'm the expert at all times. And I was comfortable doing that. Uh, mm -hmm. I wasn't really, you know, I'm like, oh my God, no, like I'm talking to someone who's like, they have a seven figure business. So how can I do that? I, uh, the only time I got really uncomfortable on a call when it was someone who really, really had a successful business. And that's something that like, I'm obviously getting much better at, but uh, like if it's someone um, that had like, you know, a business that's, like an eight figure business, nine figure business. It just, um, I admire them so much. So I can, I can, I get a little bit uncomfortable during the call, mm -hmm. but other than that, I'm comfortable talking to people. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So apart from sales, so do you also sell to realtors now? Do you use your industry knowledge? Yeah. Uh, for your yeah. Agency? I do. I do. Yes. It, uh, it's awesome. And I think it's also something that I'm going to be focusing much, much more, uh, in the future because again I'm only like what uh, December so like I'm only really five months in <laughs> um, so I'm still I'm, I'm still growing the business <clears throat> and I believe that real estate uh, background is really gonna is gonna be um, a big boost in my business if I'm gonna really try to focus on it uh, I, I speak their language I know exactly what they need and uh, again I went through the courses and I went through the hours and and I know what happens to a real estate agents and how you can acquire business so hmm. I speak their language and that's something they really appreciate. So for me, closing realtors is not an issue. Okay. So you were, so just to recap a little bit, you did sales, then you went through real estate, then you leveraged sales in real estate. Um, and then you leveraged sales and real estate for your agency. Now you're making more money. Uh, not that much more in profit, but at least you have more time to work on your on your business instead of inside as a freelancer. And at yeah. the same time, you have a path to uh, 30K right now to get to yeah, 30K yeah. Yeah. revenue um, be because you're building more of a real business. And before we were also speaking about things like uh, upgrading to the next type of clients, like mm -hmm. the brokers instead of... Uh, realtors and all that kind of stuff so i actually been speaking to people who who do that and and they're successful so so that that's another path you can take as well um so what else what other skills have you learned so have you improved your sales skills in the mastermind and oh, actually here, yeah. here's sorry i was gonna say absolutely yeah mm -hmm. and here here's a related question to that just because you, so you have sales experience, do yeah. only people with sales experience get results? And is this the defining factor? No, not at all. Um, actually the, the defining factor I would be is, uh, implementation and being able to actually be willing to listen to instruction and actually do them. That's the, mm -hmm. that's the one factor. That's the one factor. Like I guarantee you, if, you know, if you go through the interviewing process and the application process and you're in, now all you really got to do, I mean, you can be, honestly, you can be a little bit mentally challenged, but if you listen and you actually do what you're supposed to do, you'll actually get results. It's also two things. If you really want to get results fast, it's, it's just your ability. How can you implement faster and to be able to do what you're told faster? 
uh, unless you're really super skillful or ready with what you're about to sell. Like that, it becomes easier. Obviously, it's like if you're, I had no idea. Like before I joined the mastermind, I didn't even know Google AdWords existed. Let me just tell you that. So, mm. uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but so if you really have, and, we, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, we have some members in DVH that couldn't really write an email before they joined and now they're doing like six figure businesses. Um, I, I don't want to brag about it, but we had members who couldn't get a job at McDonald's and they were your age. That's true. That's true. Got to $40,000 in a single month. But again, this is not, this is not the avatar of the people who are joining, by the way. So just we're clear, um, that was several years ago. So we've, we've moved on from that to most <laughs> have some skills. And also we have some guys who have no skills, but a lot of potential. Right, because yes. the intelligence and potential and work ethic is actually more important than the pre-existing right. skills, based on data. It's not my opinion. So, so what, what would you recommend to people who want to start a business? I would recommend to actually start doing something. I mean, a lot of people spend some time planning and planning, like oh, like only if this variable actually got into position. It's like this puzzle piece that they're waiting on, right? And only if this happened and only if that happened and they don't do anything and they just keep planning it. Because as I, I was a little bit like that. So I don't know if it's relatable to anybody. You know, I was just waiting on some heavenly magical miracle to happen so I can actually start doing something meaningful. Um, you know, and uh, just go get up and do something. I mean, do your research, actually work on finding your first step and take that first step. And then I, once you get to your first step, so research your second step and again i'm not about risk taking i'm not telling you to quit your job and quit you know whatever you're doing and completely put all your money in one basket it's not like that but actually do your research do your work put in the time to find what could potentially be profitable what others what other people have used in order to generate more money and do your research and find a mastermind find or someone who's doing it already find a mentor, find a school, whatever it is, find someone that can actually, someone who's already done it. The thing about school too, like, you know, you talk to these like economics professors and they're making like 550K a year and they're like, well, but what are you teaching? You know, you haven't done it before. So find someone who's already done it, someone who's already been there and just trying to exchange value with him, see what he wants or what he needs in order for him to impart with you some knowledge and some wisdom. <laughs> um, and, and take a, take a step one, take a step one for sure. Interesting. So yeah, I definitely recommend also to follow a proven existing business model. Um, that helps <laughs> if you, if you're surrounded by people who have done it and they're guiding you step by step, they're not too far ahead. So you actually know what the hell they're talking about. Exactly. And you're following a, an existing proven business model that helps a huge amount. This is a game changer for starting a business, uh, which takes people in my experience or opinion rather, uh, I shouldn't say experience, but in my opinion, rather it, it takes people from something like 10% success rate in business to something like 80 plus percent success in business. But again, that's opinion, you know, I have data, but, you should be careful with saying uh, this is actually uh this is my favorite thing about dbh actually i don't know if we ever talked about that but this is literally my favorite thing about dbh hands down and this is not some kind of plug but this is really my favorite thing it's the community that and the friendship that you built with people mm -hmm. that 
they're not too far ahead. You know, they're, they're, it's not like, you know, they're completely, uh, I'm not well, talking. Some of them are, but the ones that being, you're being coached by are not too yeah. far ahead. So exactly. you're always being pulled up just a little bit and not like, okay, well, here's how much you need to learn tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of the idea there. And the, exactly. And the relationships that you built, like for example, people that and on the mastermind that sell my exact same service and we kind of started together around the same time. It's uh, we build relationships that are super strong because we know exactly what we're going through and, and we just get on, you know, these quick calls to encourage each other to keep each other motivated when it's tough because it will happen where you're going to lose clients. It will happen when there's a situation where you don't understand what to do. But with DBH, there's always someone that you can go talk to for a solution, whether it's a, whether it's a coach that's, you know, already making $100,000 a month or whether it's just your friend that's a little bit ahead of you, not too much, and, but has, has, has had the same exact experience happen to him and he was able to solve it. Or even if he wasn't able to solve it, he will tell you, do not do this because this is what I did and it didn't work. So mm -hmm. do not do this. Um, it's just that listen, of course. Huh? If you listen, of course. Uh, if you listen, of course. If you listen. It's all, honestly, if like, if you don't listen to any of what your the instructors say, don't even bother start starting a business because it's you'll learn from failures and which is the most costly thing ever. It's like so costly to learn from experience when someone can already tell you, like, you know what I mean? You're going to learn from experience. It's going to take so much time and time is like the most costly thing that you can give, you know? So, but when you hear from someone and you actually do it, that's like, that's like 99% of the time right there already you gained it, you know, it's, you gain time and you gain money and you didn't lose that client or you didn't lose, you know, that prospect. Okay. So that's pretty much it for this interview. That's very valuable. Thank you, Jonathan. My pleasure. I'm happy to be here. I'll, I'll definitely see you on the calls in the mastermind. Uh -huh. If anyone's interested in what Jonathan is doing or in what we're doing, or if you have any questions, uh, there's a button or a link below. Just hit me up. All right. This was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.